Friday, good people. Happy Friday, good people. Breeze, break us off with one of those Julito impressions, my brother. Welcome, 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 everybody. Good, welcome to another episode of Nick's Chatter the Day After. Hope you all are doing well. Hope you still got your jobs. I hope your zippers have the adequate amount on them on your pants. Um, the Knicks went to Boston in Beantown, and they got a 121-17 win over the Boston Celtics in overtime, right? Knicks get a dub in overtime, one of them statement wins against the number one seed in the NBA. Fuck that job, you know? Maybe you can't talk. You go into Knicks Chatter Day After Threat, get your shit off there. Shout out to Chat Game. Hundreds, hundreds all through the all through the nation for Chat Game. All through the nation. Rayology being there, Viral Nico being there. You know, a lot of good people in chat game. Hep Breezo. You feel me? Shout out to chat gang. Let us know we in the building. Knicks get the dub. Say, how you doing, man? Hey, my brother. You know, I'm just cooling, man. I'm really just happy to have a KCDA, man, on this on this Friday. I had to I had to come into the office. You know, normally uh, on Mondays and Fridays, I'm at the crib. So I had to bring my, my, uh, my home laptop in because, as y'all can see, Julito is not here. And so that means he need I need to control the music. Um, I got a big weekend ahead, man. I got a big weekend ahead. You know, shout out to my mother, my queen, my 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 old earth. Like, you know, my mother turned 65 today. Um, it's such a special moment, y'all. Like, real talk, because my grandmother passed away in 1994. My grandmother was 64. She didn't get to turn 65. You dig what I'm saying? And so this is just such a special birthday for my mother um you know we're going to celebrate tonight uh i'm celebrating all day you know um i don't know is 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 the homie in here is is the uh is the, where's where's uh where's penthouse i want to give penthouse a shout out you know i want to give him a, a, a shout out um matter of fact I'm, i'll wait i'll wait until i want him to be here i want him to get his flowers while he's here but um i'm, I'm looking forward to the show I know you've been rolling with the nice guy, uh, Nick's like the you know the the kind you gave you had the ten day. Now you did the second ten day. Um, positive Nick's Twitter. Uh, Papa Left has already requested, so that means that there might be some negative. I would like to hear from Smooth because yo, I keep missing the damn <laughs> they show. You know what I mean? But I see Chris is in here. I see Nick. I, I mean, I just see Brownsville. You better come up and close the show. You better come up and close this show today, man. Shout out to Roy. Shout out to Suffering Knicks fan because, you know, they part of the team. But how, how come Roy don't ever come up? He don't want to edit his own voice. I got to talk to him. But Breeze, yo, man, please give us that energy. To take us through it, man, because you saw the whole game. You know, I, I was, I was, I'm, I'm taking a new class. So I had it on and I kept turning around to it. But, yo, they, they make you keep your camera on. So, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Talk to me, Breeze, man. I love y'all, man. I miss y'all. Yeah. Um, first off, um, uh, I got the link up with uh, Moselle. Uh, he came to the A. He he does he does real live pull ups. Very solid dude, man. Uh, very good. I took him to this. 
So I'm the I'm the type of person that I don't like taking people to my spots because I don't want to be responsible. So if you think the food trash, so I found a new spot that way. If it was trash, we both could be like it's trash, and I don't have that on my jacket. I'm that type of person. You ain't gonna tell me my spot trash spot. So we we found a neutral spot, very Brooklyn like, very Brooklyn like. The service was exactly like you get. It was a uh, it was like a Jamaican spot. The service is just like you get if you would have went to a Brooklyn spot. I don't know how I did that shit, but it was amazing. Yeah, I know they have no oxtail gravy back there. Uh, uh, but hold on, man. I'm a, I'm gonna be in the A next week. Um, so uh, I, take me to your spot. I want to I want I want to see where you hang out. I'm cool with the food is trash. I I think mo- most times people's takes on food is trash anyway. So I, I won't be I won't be too bothered by that. Take me to your spot. I'll be there next week. I, I, I'll talk to you offline. All right, cool, cool. Um, but yeah, just solid dude. Uh, very funny. Just as funny in person as all lot of it. Just solid dude, man. You can uh, call him a nut. The... He's a fucking nut. No, he no he he's definitely wild, but I completely understand it. Like he he is the type that's just like yo, it's not gonna be awkward. Like I'm usually the buffer in certain situations, so I could appreciate somebody that's like you know. A good buffer for conversation type shit, like cause some some people you meet up live and it's just like shit, just dead. Moselle is the life of the party, no matter where you go. So shout out to him. Let's get to the motherfucking game. Turn me the fuck, turn me the fuck up. I said I was excited for this stretch of basketball because it provides information. This is a visual representation of how far you are away from the rest of the league. You get nothing but stars now. You get nothing but good coaching. You get nothing but complete teams and teams that you are able to visually see how close or far you are away from where you want to be, right? The Knicks win in Boston coming off some of the worst worst defensive games of the season. They gave up. 139 and 125 in back-to-back games. Those are all-star game fucking numbers. Gave those up to the fucking uh, Atlanta Hawks, and I forgot who the fuck it was before them. As of right now, they 8-5 for the month. The Knicks, 8-5 with two games left, have the opportunity at worst to close over 500 for the month uh, with the current 10th best record in the league, right? The Knicks are currently a top 10 team in the league. You look up at 10 teams and you look at the last name, it says the fucking New York Knicks, right? So let's, let's get into the game. The city of New York has developed Julius Randle. The city of New York has developed Julius Randle. Not his game, not his IQ, but the ability to bounce back and tune out noise. He has every reason to give you nothing. He has every reason to give every one of us nothing every night. There's no incentive for Julius Randle, ladies and gentlemen. The city don't want him. He has his contract. His family is good. There is they, He has nothing to gain from being good here. Nothing. The, 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 you seen from the TNT broadcast last night, they still don't even want to get the man name right. There's nothing for him to gain to be in a New York Knicks uniform. He will never be looked at as a top five player, top ten player. He will never. He's he's scratching for all star. Still scratching, right? 
He could be DeAndre Ayton, ladies and gentlemen, in Phoenix. Seeing a live representation of what Julius Randle could be. Throwing half-court shots at half-court. He got his money. He got his money. He's looking for no reason to try to be better or make the team better. There's no self-accountability. Phoenix Suns said, we don't want you. They paid him still. You're getting the visual representation of somebody that can, when it goes all the way left, what that could be. Copen, like, he took self-reflection, right? This isn't caping for Julius Randle. This is just real shit. In a situation, I can respect real shit for shit that he's doing. He's not my favorite player. You feel me? He He still shouldn't be the number one player in New York. But New York has developed currently what he is doing. All of his experiences make it so that he is able to go to the Boston Garden and give you 37 points, nine rebounds, over 50% shooting. Again, against the best team in the fucking NBA. Emmanuel quickly, learning how to impact games consistently. Inserting him in lineups change the dynamics of games. There's a, a certain number of bench players in that elk. When they have it, they just have it, right? He's not fully there yet, but you can see him carving out that type of niche. I used to watch Ben Gordon used to be a Nick killer. I will, I, I don't put very many people in the category of Ben Gordon because he should have been started. He is one of the players that's the highest level of bench productivity you could ever receive because some of the basketball I watched from that man was fucking amazing. To be able to have to come off the bench and you just swing games is a fucking talent, right? 17.5 rebounds. The return of the bench, not a single minus on the plus minus for the fucking bench. Not one, regardless of stats and everything. Godson, 29-7. and seven. Nasty-ass crossover on Robert Williams, by the way, right? He carried the team in times where they needed it, but he did press in that fourth quarter in overtime. He pressed, right? It wasn't the cleanest looks. He was doing that dribble with his head down shit around everybody. It, was, it wasn't the greatest game. But without his 29, you don't win that game. The two threes down the stretch to give us the lead were Jalen Brunson assists. The two assists to Julius Randle and R.J. Barrett down the stretch was from Jalen Brunson. The respect to him for not forcing the issue, I would have liked R.J. to get some more touches down the stretch. But again, we're learning how to close games. R.J., Rowan, sometimes fuck the efficiency, man. Fuck it. The whole game, since I've been watching basketball, I've seen people shoot bad. When it comes down to certain moments, do you have the shit or do you not? Can you make the play or can you not make the fucking play at the end of the game? Right? Fucking had a 6 for 18 shooting game. Not to say he's a great player, but these moments ain't for everybody, man. Gets the corner three, cashes out. Goes to the line, cashes out. He just fouled Garland on an and one a game ago. In the position on Jason Tatum, gets the stop. Right? That's how you make six for 18 fucking irrelevant at that fucking point. Win the fucking game, man. Win the game. Some of the greatest players in, in the NBA, not to say that he's won, to reiterate. They have bad shooting games. But when it's time, can you make the fucking play? He made the fucking play. So I don't care what the fuck he shot. I don't care how much assist he had. When it was time, 
It was Tom. And he took that shit over. The purpose of fire drills is to get you prepared for an actual fire. You're supposed to have some type of information to help you navigate through a situation if it occurs. Right? If this group of players never been in a fire, they need as much fire drill scenarios as possible to get them ready for the potential fire. Learn your exits. Keep your fire extinguishers up to code. Get this shit together if you're going to be a real team. So we need as much of these games as fucking possible, right? They survived the last two with closing free throws and late, better late game execution this game, right? Um, we got a long way to go as a team. There's a lot of season left. There's a lot of Tibbs coaching or lack thereof. And this is the part where we get to evaluate the after after. But at this point, the goal started in New York. The goal post started in New York. And somehow it's in Greece. <laughs> it's in Greece somehow. Because every time we think we know this team, and a lot of people will still say they know this team, we don't. I, I, you can't evaluate this team for more than a week. I will keep reminding y'all and telling y'all that. Because week to week shit changes. So let's just see what the fuck they do. And then we can evaluate the afters after. We can evaluate the trade deadline after. We can evaluate the draft after. Because if we've known anything from this front office culture and ownership, they don't anticipate very many things, right? So I'm just done with the useless conversation, right? Because at the end of the day, we heard all of these scenarios and things that's going to happen. And this far, nothing has happened. So big dub, statement dub, fuck the other side. It's, it's certain, you'll get me in rare form with victories like that. So it, it's only right that I come in and give everybody the credit they deserve for beating the number one team in the fucking East when it looked like y'all just did not have it for a week. Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown was on the court yesterday, right? Somebody else missed free throws that wasn't us, right? They missed them. We made them. That's improvement. I'm sorry. Scenario. Nobody's still comfortable with nobody on this team at the free throw line. And they went down there and they made them. So, again, the team this week, solid. Two wins, you know, the week before, eh. We'll see what happened next week. Set us on you. Listen, man, listen, listen, listen. You know I don't take suggestions. I don't take suggestions on the music. I love Papa Left. You know I don't want to hear your suggestions. But when I tell you, yo, Maura be having <laughs> good suggestions. Like, she ain't never sent me a song, and I'll be like, nah, you bugging. I got something better. She be sending me the right song. She be knowing, like, I feel like Maura know me somehow. Like, I don't know. But, yo, I watched the fourth quarter in OT at the bar that me and Brill go to. Right. Um, and Brill ain't been to the bar in a minute. I don't know. He ain't messing with me right now. But I'm at the bar. I, yo, there be like random fans of other teams in the bar sometimes. So like last night, there was some Boston cats. The dude next to me was a Knicks fan and I was with my man. Um, and so, look, you know, we was up like, what, 10, 11. And then, yo, I was my man was talking to me and like I hadn't seen him. And so I'm looking away from the screen because and I look back and yo, we, we, we tied like it was like I saw when we got to five. And I was like, yo, what? Come like. I expect it because we do that. But I was like, damn, like not with these guys, right? Like I, these guys, 
are legit, and I'm scarred from the uh, from the Dallas game. I'm legit scarred. But man, when we won, and I want I want all the smoke from Jay from Florida. I want all the smoke from Papa Lep. Dog, I was in there yelling like it was a playoff game. I was I stood on my chair. I'm like, yeah, yeah, what's up? Yeah, like I was like, what's up? Like like we out here. Like I was wilding. So when I seen her say that, I said, you're right. I'm wilding. I know. It's cool. I still got all type of issues with Tibbs. I still got issues with the front office. James Dolan <laughs> is such a petty mofo. I'm at the office, so you know I gotta, you know, I keep it, I gotta keep it chill. I'm already too loud. Um, he's so petty. Like I I I respect his petty. It's annoying because he don't hire the right people. And so that pisses me off. But like, if you rich, I, I'm tired of fake humble people. James Dolan is like, yo, dog, I cash the checks. I do what I want. Like, you shut up. You wanna you wanna play me? You wanna talk crazy to me? You don't gotta come here. He was like, them lawyers. He said, why would the fans care about some lawyers that's suing me that can't get in the garden? They don't care. I said, yo, this guy's a fool. So listen, man, I was wilding. I was wilding. Yo, RJ, yo, Rowan, what's up, baby? I see you. I see you. Rowan is more clutch than Julius. We know this. Julius is an amazing first quarter player. Rowan be hitting some shots when they, when they need to be hit. I like it. I'm into it. I'm into it. I got to give him his props. Um, you know, next Thursday, I don't know who's going to be at the game, but um, I'm, I, you know, I, I don't know honored is the right word, but I, I'm the season ticket member of the night. So I, I'll be on the court with John Starks. I can't wait. And so, you know, they ask you, what's your favorite Nick memory? And I'll be honest, and 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 Sean and Jeff can, can attest to this. It, it it it's a toss up, right? And the reason why is Allen Houston sending Pat Riley in the Miami Heat home is like a godsend. Like that is everything to everybody. You know, just we like that is a moment. But I also feel like the same. We see the same moments all the time, right? It's always the Starks dunk. It's always. So I was talking, but that is my moment though. Like that is my like, like I, that's my moment, right? But I was at the game when RJ hit that buzzer beater, and yo, I ain't never seen nothing like that. Like I ain't, you know, I've been to a lot of games, but I ain't, I never seen that. Like we, I seen that happen to us. You know what I mean? Like I seen Devontae Graham hit, you know, hit us with a dagger. Like you know, what I, mean? I remember watching that Phoenix game last year. I wasn't at that game because it was in Phoenix. I was at the, I was at this like big party. And Cam Johnson went nutty on it, like on that. Like I, I, I've seen that. I ain't never seen my team put somebody away like that. So that RJ moment is a big moment for me. I say that because you know you got Heck Breeze on all that. Oh, bro, I don't care. It ain't your moment. Fuck out of here. Um, so you know you got Heck Breeze. You know all the people that think I'm an RJ hater. So just know that, like that's one of my favorite moments because I was there and that was crazy. I say all I to say. I did go to Allen Houston moment. <laughs> <laughs> because it is what it is. <laughs> but I will say they're going to have Amityville, New York on that screen because I ain't want them to just hit me with a New York, New York, or they might try to give me the jersey. And if they would have gave me the jersey, I would have had to fight somebody. So they're going to see Amityville on that screen. You already know. But listen, um, I ain't talking about the game because Breeze killed it, man. Like, when you go last, I'm a color commentator out here. Like, I'm talking about what's going on in these streets. Um, <laughs> so unless I really feel like I need to go, but listen, I want to tell y'all something, man. I want to share something with y'all because I love y'all. One, um, and because I we did this the other day, 
I will do this. I will I will be transparent with y'all. Uh, unfortunately, after um, we, we, we closed the show the other day, my cousin Pat passed away. Um, long live Pat. May, may he rest in peace. Um, I love him. A lot of you not. Uh, that day, Wednesday, was one of the worst days of my life. Um, I've lost people. You know, it was how it happened. It was how, like, the last 72 hours have been so hard. And why I did the show that day, because if I tell you the whole truth and nothing but the truth, at a, what happened to my cousin happened, right? And so then at 11.30, my other cousin hit me and, and told me that my cousin had passed. And I had a 12 o'clock meeting that day. And I was like, look, man, I ain't got time to be faking acting like I'm so strong. I'm hurt right now. And this meeting ain't that important. So I, I said, yo, let's push that meeting to two. Right. And I was like, man, I got to go do KCDA. Because at the time I had this 12 o'clock. I was only going to be able to come on at one. I just wanted to be around y'all. I just wanted to be with my people who I know love me. Um, I said, let me do the show. My cousin tells me that. It's at 1130. Uh, my other cousin calls at, at the same time. So I merge her in. She's calling to say that my cousin Hart has stopped, but we now we listening to my other cousin because we all up we up north we you know we in New York we you know what I mean, and he's down there. Yo, my cousin hits me ten minutes later and said, "Yo, they, his heart is beating again," and I'm like, "What?" So before I did the show up there, I just want y'all to know what was going on at thirty minutes before. So I'm like, "Wait, what?" Like, kind of find out. You know, he had given me the wrong information. I had called. I had called my mother, I had called my wife, and I had called my aunt. Luckily, my aunt didn't pick up. So I'm out here. I'm like TMZ. I'm giving bad information. Like, I'm feeling, it's like, the. It's, I'm just, everything is, is messed up. You know what I mean? Me and my cousin talk. She's like, yo, look, I'm only listening to his sister. I'm not listening because she's at the hospital. I'm not listening to nobody else. I'm like, all right, what up? So I go. I get on the show. I do the show with y'all. I spaz on Quentin Grimes' face. I was a little mean. I apologize. Nah, nah, I'm not apologizing for that. Um, and So I do that call at 2 o'clock. Right. I talked to my mom. My mom's checking on me. How you doing, Cedric? How you doing? I said, I'm cool. I'm cool. I see my aunt calling me. Right. I pick up the phone with my aunt and um, I immediately start talking. I ain't let her talk. I said, hey, I said, hey, auntie, um, you know, I called you earlier. I said, uh, but I had got some bad information. Uh, I apologize. Um, you know, I'm, I'm talking real fast. I said, I'm sorry. Um, and I said, I'm not even going to tell you what I heard because it was just so crazy. And she was like, it's true. And I was like, what? And she was like, he's gone, Cedric. And I was like, no, no, listen, I loved earlier, earlier. And she was like, Cedric, your other aunt is on the phone with his mother right now. He's gone. And that shit broke me, dog. It's breaking me right now, you dig? Um, but I wanted to share that with y'all. That's because, you know, y'all were a part of that moment. And really, like, y'all helped my day. So I know this is not what you come to the Nick show for. Um, but I just wanted to give my love to y'all and just say I appreciate you. And a lot of people hit me and, you know, I appreciate that. But we're going to start bringing them co-hosts up. I know we don't got a long show, um, and that's cool. I only see two, four people requesting. I don't know what happened to Papa Left. I wanted to hear from him. Uh, Smooth is not coming up. I don't know why. Um, Brownsville is closing. So we're going to have to start. We got to start with Brill because Brill was the first one in here. <laughs> Yo, that's not actually how the rules usually work, but I appreciate that said. Um, you know what I'm saying? But, um, you know, rest in peace. This is my rules, motherfucker. Amen. Amen. Well, rest in peace to your cousin, though. Um, I was actually going to show love and do a check-in on that, um, you know, when I first came up here. So, uh, really sorry for uh, your loss. Um, I had a similar experience um, where my friend had COVID, um, and, you know, the whole town was, like, in on it. 
um, and showing support and love. And uh, everybody was following it day by day. We got some good news, and then eventually uh, the bad news ended up coming uh, as the end result. So I can kind of relate to that experience. I'm sure there's other people that can as well. I'm really sorry for your loss. I'm showing mad love for that, and uh, I'm sure people appreciate you for sharing that. Um, that can also relate in some type of way. Um, but, hey, but, you know, back on these Knicks, though, man. Um, personally, I hate Boston. This game was marked on my calendar for a minute. Uh, my first time meeting said in person was at a Celtics game at the Garden, so he knows what I'm all about. Um, but I'd like to start off with an extended form of what I guess I could call a haiku. Celtics fans drink malt beer. Celtics fans call the police for fun. Celtics fans overdose on CBD. Celtics fans look like Peter Griffin. Celtics fans eat Velveeta mac and cheese on holidays. Celtics fans drink bleach in 2020. Celtics fans got cursed out by their children last night. Celtics fans call one championship a, a dynasty. Celtics fans thought the ghost of Kobe was on their side last night. That's the end of that. All right, man. Yo, we came in that game. We look like straight dog shit. All right. I was pissed off. I'm telling you, I marked my damn calendar for this game. I was like, I just want to compete. I'm not sure if we're going to win. I just want to compete. You feel me? Especially on national TV. Bro, Julius came through. It reminded me of like that Brunson fourth quarter kind of mentality. But he brought that in the first quarter. And instead of just jacking up a bunch of threes, he was like, all right, we ain't got that right now. He just started bullying in the paint. He was dunking on fools. He keeps doing that. And I'm here for it. And it's like he had the exact mindset that I had. And, like, how could I not love that from him? You know what I'm saying? So right off the bat, whole lot of love for Julius and the way he was playing. Um, And I think he elevated the team, which is not something that he usually does. But he was playing and leading by example. Closing the game out, you know what I'm saying? I know Tatum dropped, like, 35. It looks like he wasn't uh, being defended well. Uh, Papa left was good. (laughs) But uh, oh my bad, I didn't know I was off mute. Oh, where, 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 where? But but Julius was closing out crazy on Tatum. He was playing lockdown defense in the fourth quarter in overtime. Um, didn't see him getting a lot of credit for that, so I want to show love for that. Um, the whole bench unit was playing great defense, and I can't believe I'm saying this, but this is one of the best uh, coach games from Tom Thibodeau I've ever seen. Um, the minute distribution was on point. Obi played ten first half minutes, then he didn't play the third quarter. I started getting pessimistic about that, and then he gets six minutes um to to go in the fourth quarter so then we got like a, a somewhat revitalized uh, starting unit coming back out there bench defense was phenomenal putting up uh time lord was supposed to be him he got his shit bodied by jericho sims he was dominating him on, on the board the whole game al horford didn't exist on that court last night you know what i'm saying um shout out iq showing up on both sides y'all said brunson too small brunson had the clinching block for the game you know what i'm saying people talking about free throws this free throw that we had our little-ass point guard smack the shit out of a ball out the stands in the game. Come on, bro. Stop playing with me. And then inside the NBA, uh, I want to talk about them because that, that was like a topic on the TL last night. And they actually unanimously have Julius Randle as an all-star vote. Um, I was watch- I stayed up late last night to watch the show, see what they had to say. And, uh, you know, uh, even though Shaq was calling him Randolph, this and that, when they showed it, it was like there was like a certain list of names where they all chose the same player. And then they all had their individual picks below that. Every single one of them had Julius Randle in there. So to me, it looks like Julius is a certified all-star. Um, everybody and their mama is showing love to Jalen Brunson. I think Jalen Brunson is also going to be an all-star. It looks like the media is on our side for that. Um, yo, we got the Nets next up. I'm hyped as hell for that shit. Um, like, it's the same mentality I had going into this game. I want to beat their ass. 
I know hella fans. I can't stand those fans. I talk hella shit. And usually I'm on I'm getting one getting the shit out of the stick of that. So let's go, Knicks. Everybody, like, I don't know how you could possibly be walking out of this game mad. That was a quality ass win. Not only a quality win, but two in a row of quality wins that nobody expected to win. Um, unless you're like delusional. You know what I'm saying? So like let's keep push, pushing forward. Uh, there's a lot to be optimistic about. I don't know if Tibbs put up a fluke because it was national TV with the minute distribution, but uh, I'm all here for it. Word, 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 word. Yo, let's, uh, let's, uh, yo, good stuff, bro. And I appreciate all the love, man. You already know you my guy, so we got, we got. And you ain't text me last night. Yeah, because you know the last couple times you, uh, you stunned on me. So I said, That's not even true. You <laughs> lying on my name in front of everybody. That's crazy. <laughs> Yo, uh, and funny, I, I was up there. There was somebody who lives in Montclair. Who lives right around the corner from me. <laughs> not the dude, you, not that dude, a different dude. That's hilarious. But yo, Papa left. Let's get it, baby. Talk to me. Uh, Julius Randle's drive where he caught the ball and Jason Tatum closed out, and Julius went right into in, into good spacing and got the dunk. I that Julius Randle is the best Julius Randle you'll ever see. That right there. Not the three-pointer he hit to 115-113. Not the rhythm three he took. Not the driving and getting fouled. That quick decision, spacing the floor, catching the ball, going right. In, he, he's going on his offhand, going right, and then he dunks it down on Jason Tate. Like, these guys are scared of him, bro. If he has the energy that he has towards Evan Fournier and refs against these younger smaller guard wing combos that's guarding him on night to night basis that that right there is is something worth uh, shaking your ass for um as far as quality win and a signature win and what it means like the idea that that Knicks fans some are so insecure that they ran to the timeline and was like oh well, what we're we gonna hear that Marcus Smart wasn't playing? No, like you're so completely unaware of the conversation we were having that if you thought that me and Jay from Florida were gonna hold Marcus Smart's absence over Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown in Boston off a two-game losing streak, like no, that's a signature win. That's a quality win, and the energy that we're getting, and we're not running away and saying we're sad. And cat calling for empathy on the timeline because because we want Tibbs fired and Donovan Mitchell and and Jalen Brown who 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 have not not him characteristics Donovan Mitchell with Tibbs job on the line don't don't ever tell me that we should have acquired him because he got blocked by Isaiah Hardenstein Jalen Brown with 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 the with Tibbs job in the balance we could have we could have got a Nets loss we could have got a Lakers loss going. Y'all wouldn't be bringing up – we're the 10th best team in the league. We would have had all this negative momentum going. Jalen Brown missed two free throws and got blocked by the rim in the same night. Like, these are not him characteristics. When you get laughed at by Julius Randle in a screenshot, you are not him. So, uh, shout out to y'all for saving Tibbs' job. I still hate Tibbs. It's still fire Tibbs. It's not fire Tibbs because we lost and I'm upset and I don't have pizza and ice cream. Okay, it's fire Tibbs. Because the ball movement is not consistent. He doesn't hold people accountable. It's still Emmanuel quickly. Value for value is the best player on this team at four years, $10 million. The ball moves tremendously better with him in the game. He is a spark plug. There was possessions last night where everyone touched the ball. The ball movement was immaculate. Okay. 
Um, I don't know what else I need to say, but but that that pretty much sums up my point. Like that's the fact that you're having your chest out after this win on some what are you gonna say now? As if me and Jay from Florida are gonna be like, nah, Marcus Smart didn't play. Like, no. What are you gonna say now is the standard that we set. Get a signature win. Then we can have a conversation. Then we can shake ass. Then we can talk about this team seriously. And by the way, these are the games. These are the games that I get hyped for. I don't get hyped for playing the Pistons. I don't get hyped because, oh, I want I want Devin Booker to be out so we can get a win. No, because if Devin Booker is out and we get a win, that distorts reality. This game that we played was reality. Now, I will say this. I will, I will say this. The basketball gods will always humble you either way. The basketball gods will always humble you. Let's. Let's see. Let's see. Now that the Knicks put themselves on the map, big win. Let's see. These teams play Tibbs teams in January. They're like, fuck this. We'll turn up in the fourth because they ain't shit in the fourth. We'll start doubling them in the fourth. Let's see because Tatum was pussy on, on the perimeter. Sorry, Roy. Tatum was pussy on the perimeter. Okay, Jalen Brown was a better look. By the way, R.J. Barrett, I, I know you can hit clutch shots. But letting Jalen Brown go on you baseline within two seconds out of a timeout is unacceptable. You still need to get better on defense. Quentin Grimes, it is completely unfair that this guy's 6'5", guarding Jason Tatum. There's a lot of things that are not correct. Like Jalen Brunson dribbling the air out of the ball, you can give me 29-7-4. I need you to move the ball consistently and let us have a system and not just relying on isolation, miracle basketball. That is still a fact. You cannot debate the facts of the game you watch. So there are things that I love about last night. There are things I don't. Nas is the GOAT of MCing. They told him he had bad beat selection. LeBron James had four championships, never publicly cheated on his wife. They told him he ain't Michael Jordan. Stop capping for Jalen Brunson when he's not moving the ball. It is a fact about the game we watch. Goodbye. And Nets lost to the Pistons last night. I forgot to say that. Last night was a good night. And Jalen Duran had 17 and 7 in rim protected and blocked the shit out of Joe Harris. All right? So Respect, respect, yep. respect, respect. Pop a left, man. You got to you gotta hit me and let me know how uh, how your basketball team is doing. I want to know what's going on with them guys. Um, Nelson, talk to me. They're trash. What's going on, sir? They're trash. Your team, your, the team you're coaching They're trash, bro. <laughs> They they talk they talk like Pavlev, they got a no, jumper. Talk, no, Pavlev, they no, talk like they got a they're enough. terrible. No, no. Mute yourself, Pavlov. Mute yourself. Uh, I'm not even doing this with you right now, though. <laughs> nah, Yo, said, Nelson, go ahead. Said you asked the question. This is all good, but um, yeah. Shout out to everybody in the room. Breeze, Pavlov, J. Florida, Brill. See Josh here, Brownsville. Shout out to everybody in the chat. Um, Cedric, my condolences for your loss. By the way, happy birthday to moms. Um, but uh, last night, man. I ain't gonna lie, they had me shook. I felt like a uh, pinky next Friday. <laughs> <In the store. laughs> Especially when they gave up the 10 point lead. You know, I was watching it. I watched the first three quarters, like, you know, like actually intentively, but the last quarter, I was kind of doing some stuff in and out. Um, and I was like just watching it. But I, I got laser focused when I saw that 10 point lead starting to go down. But um, listen, man, Julius Randle giving uh, Jalen Brown the smile of death. And he missed those free throws was uh, very shocking. But hey, this team, man, 
you know, Breeze makes a good point about evaluating this team like on a week by week. I do it on a more of a every couple games basic. I want to say week like two or three games because Tibbs just is so rigid that he doesn't make adjustments when he could really make them game by game. But last night, man, I mean, listen, bro. Julius Randle, I don't know how he does it sometimes. I'm like, you know, I feel the same way about him getting mad at Evan Fournier. I'm like, take that anger out on Jason Tatum, bro. Like, and he did. I mean, like him going right. And he got fouled on that dunk too, by the way. They did not call that because Tatum grabbed the rim and grabbed his arm. But we'll let that slide. But um, listen, man, the ball movement was great. Tatum and, you know, I mean, Tatum had 35, but listen, you know, Tatum is going to get his buckets. Jalen Brown had a very Jalen Brown game, 22 points on 22 shots, even though I do like Jalen Brown as well. But this is a statement win, man. This is the best team in the league. You know, I know some people are going to do the all the Marcus Smart thing. Listen, who cares about Marcus Smart, bro? At the end of the day, they had the two Jays and Time Lord, and the Knicks were still able to pull that one out. Um, and Brunson had a, you know, Brunson had those clutch assists, you know, Randall had his stat line, which the last four games he's been playing out of his mind. Like, bro, listen, 23 and 12, 37 and 9. You know, these numbers are not numbers that you get every game. That's a number that these are, you know, for any other player, those types of numbers are numbers you get every five to 10 games, maybe. And then you'll have your double double type of games. For him to do this every single game, granted, he makes some weird decisions, but. That, those numbers are still incredible, however context you want to throw them in. So I'm going to give Randall his credit. You know, with TNT disrespecting us, it is what it is. I don't care, honestly. I just care about the wins. So for the Knicks to get two statement wins in a row and their late game wins too, it wasn't just, oh, we smacked them in the first quarter and then they had a fake comeback. They were both down to the wire. You know, Hartenstein, who's been, who's gotten, you know, criticized all season long, making great that stop at the end of the Cavs game. And then last night, Going into OT, Randall hitting clutch shots, Barry hitting clutch shots, Brunson having clutch plays, um, Obi getting fourth quarter minutes, which is a shocker. You know, I'm just glad that they were able to get this one, and it was a team win too. It wasn't just Brunson, Barrett, Randall quickly, and then everybody else just did cardio for 40 minutes. So this is an overall great team win. Hopefully, they keep the momentum going to you know into Saturday. I mean, to tomorrow against Brooklyn, and these next couple of games because all of these games honestly could be. You know, they're not going to win all of them, but all of these games can be statement wins because now you're playing against the top flight, the top teams in both conferences and for the most part, teams that guys that are healthy. So I'm looking forward to see what they do with this. I mean, hopefully Tibbs can keep the same energy with every game with trying to just, you know, have guys play with when they're uh, keeping guys in when they're part of runs and not making weird substitutions or anything like that. So honestly, how he played, how he coached last night game, I really hope that he stays rigid with that and carries that same energy and focus with and awareness, especially with every game going to the future. So um, that's my take. Appreciate y'all. Y'all have a, y'all have a good weekend. Shout Appreciate out you, man. Appreciate you, Nelson. Yo, you know what? Somebody, I, I saw this on the timeline. Um, Ian Begley said that the Knicks front office would be happy with a first round exit. And um, I hey, that's not true. And like the Tom Thibodeau's job would be fine if that's true. Like, that's what I'm talking about with you, Leon. Like, that's what I'm talking about with you, man. Like, you don't have a clue. Like, that's not okay. Like, we did that two years ago, you know, and then we came back and was complete trash. Now we get back. No, man, th- this guy ain't it for this team, man. He's not. Like, he's not taking us to the promised land, you know. So, come on. It's clear as day. The owner is looking at y'all sideways because you're riding for this dude so much. Like, it's just it's just poor people management. It's trash. Um, 
I do want to hear from Jay from Florida, man. I want to hear what you guys say, my brother. Yo, I can't, I can't, I can't stop bigging up your um your profile pick. Like, I mean, I like my profile pick, but like, your profile pick is mean, my G. Like, that joint is hard. Like, it feels weird to keep complimenting a man's profile pick, but I'm gonna keep doing it because I like it. <laughs> Peace. Um, peace to the room, man. Brother said, respect as always. Breeze Harvey, respect as always. Papa Left, Josh B, Nelson, bro, respect as always. Brutus, Smover, Bankai, CP, the artist, respect. Dougie, I can't shout out everybody, man. Everybody respect, man. You already know what's love. Last night is the wins I'm talking about, right? When I was complaining two months ago, talking about January 20th, I was talking about these wins. These are signature wins. These wins make me think we could go into a playoff series and win multiple games, right? They didn't shoot lights out, man. Big Jew, man, Big Jew, man, his his rotation on his shot, his arc on his shot, how high he's shooting it, how the elevation he getting on his jump shot. And he's been doing it all season, man. Shout out to Big Jew. But the favorite part of Big Jew is when he smiled at Jalen Brown like a maniac. That's the kind of competitive shit I like. Like if you if you if you could smile at a cat after he missed two free throws like a maniac, you on a different level, bro. So shout out to him. Um Brunson, man, I know Brunson's nice, man. I, I get it. I understand. I get it. He's he's nice. We love him. He's our point guard. We've been begging for a point guard for 40 years. I get it. I get it. I get it. When you come down to shoot four consecutive times, bro, in the fourth quarter, you don't get nobody else involved in, in, the, in the league. The lead shrivels down to nothing, bro. I got a problem with that, bro. Even though he played well, the the consistent shot hunting to me, man, gets on my goddamn nerves. So thank God we won the game. We pulled it out. You know, we'll see what happens. Don't think Toxic Boys, we still fans, man. We still want to see. The problem with Toxic Boys is we want to see meaningful shit, bro. I don't care about Pistons and Spurs wins. I care about beating the Cavs at home. I, I, I care about going to the Celtics gym on TNT and watching them. That tells me we should we ready to compete, right? If we can consistently do it over the next couple of weeks, I got to fall back and appreciate it, right? But the season is long. The schedule is tough. We got this, the toughest remaining schedule coming up. It's going to be a fucking gauntlet, man. Nick fans, stay humble. Enjoy the win, but stay humble. Don't fucking pop up from your little rabbit hole after a couple good wins, man. Stay locked in. Appreciate the guys that we got. Shout out to Big Quick. I, I was on here a couple months ripping on Big Quick. Big Quick doing his thing. I think Big Quick might be the sixth man of the year as we see it right now. To the type of ball that he's playing, the type of defense he's playing. He's ISOing. He's getting he's getting the troops involved. He's getting himself involved in terms of shot creation. Big Quick doing his thing. Uh, Grimes doing his thing. I think he's, he's still too short to play against a lot of teams. We gotta go see if we get some get a wing in, in this trade in this trade format. Rui would have been a perfect little wing to put in, bro. A guy that can shot create six eight six nine could guard Tatum if you need it. I don't know why you don't get Rui for a couple second round picks. I don't know if it, if it was a favor to LeBron if that was a set trade like like the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and the Paul Gasol trade to the Lakers. But Rui would have been a fucking perfect fit for this team. We shall see what happens, Knicks fans. Lock in, enjoy the games. And stay humble because the fucking basketball guys will humble your bitch ass. Have a great day. Yo, Breeze, I'm going to keep it 100, man. I don't know if suffering down there. I think we got to give Jay from Florida the calls to the episode because he had positive things to say about the team. <laughs> and, and I don't think that, like, 
Like, people need to know that this happened. Like, this needs, like, we got to put this in the history books. So, <laughs> I think that's what that's we got to and, yeah. and to be And to be completely honest, I also love the profile picture, so. <laughs> you, just, you just trying to get the profile pic some, some extra exposure? You're More good, exposure, baby. Set. More exposure. You a good man, Seth. Uh, next time ex- Florida, and if you come to Tampa, I'm going to plug you with, with my photographer. Yo, so you get some I'm going to keep it 100 gotcha. with you, man. I ain't coming to Tampa, man. <laughs> All right, what up, Orlando? You can drive. Orlando, I'll cut Orlando. I ain't coming to Orlando. I've been to Tampa before, man. That's it. No, you know, you know, you know where it's crazy though. I'm gonna tell you where it's crazy, and, and I know we. I gotta go because I got a meeting. But um, yo, Jacksonville. I was in Jacksonville one day, uh, years ago. This is back in, like 2004 when I was on the um the N1 mixtape tour, and yo, I was I was in I went in a, I was I guess that was a strip club. Was that a strip club? Yeah, I guess it was a strip club. I don't know. But yo, all I know is they had the hammers on them, like yeah. the security had the hammers, and the hammer was out. Yeah. It it did like the catch in there was wild, and I was in there like yo. I was at the time I was twenty. I hadn't even turned twenty one yet. I wasn't really supposed to be in there, but I was like yo, where the fuck am I? <laughs> Homies got the hammer like was cracking. I said oh, okay, I see where I'm at. I'm I, I ain't really trying to stay here all night. I've said that's right. And in Tampa, bro, we got we have a, a, a hotel called the Edition. There's only like five of them in the world. Five star hotel, so we can You gotta come to Tampa, check it out in 2023. It ain't the Tampa from 2006, man. We we coming up, bro. All right, all right, man. But all I'm saying is, that if cats is walking around with the hammer in the strip club, I don't want that. That's <laughs> regular, man. Everybody got a hammer. I got, a, I got two hammers. I don't know. I, I, that does not make me. I, that does not. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, like keeping it a band, man. Because I ain't got. I didn't have no hammer. <laughs> you know what I mean? That does not make me feel. <laughs> we ain't into it, man. I, I'm from New York. You, there's no carry. Like people got discreet guns. I'm. I'm <laughs> I, I know how to deal with discreet guns. I don't know how to deal with like yo. Yo, I went. I went to the hammer shop maybe like a month ago, bro. And, and this white dude was in the older white dude. I always see him in there because it's, it's a range in a, in a gun shop. He, I think he bought. He was asking that the DEA was like gonna look at him because I think he bought like seventy guns in twenty twenty two. So it's yo. Why are you why, like you see what I'm saying? Yeah, I don't know. Yo, I, I'm like, what's going on? Yo, my man got a um. My man got. I gotta ask him exactly. He got one of them ARs, right? So we was at the range in Jersey. They got the joint. They got the outside range, and you could really get out. You could get on it out there. And let's be clear. Let's be clear, black people. The white people are ready for the revolution because they had their kids out there shooting. Absolutely. And exactly. we are not. We are not ready yeah. for the revolution. So, like, you know, just I'm just saying, you got to choose your battles. Um, because I seen them out there with all type of hammers. But so my man had the AR. So I'm shooting AR. Yo, dog. Yo, we shouldn't be allowed to have those. I'm for real. We should not be allowed to have those. Yeah, those that thing good. is 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 taking people out that yeah. thing is powerful you dig what i'm saying like like there's no reason for some 18 year old you know, one might to be able to get those that ARs could turn your lights out even even an fm yo man. that's the second time you brought that turn your lights out comment you gotta relax you gotta relax yo yo hold on i gotta go to josh because we, we gotta get out of here because i definitely got a, a meeting so <laughs> go ahead josh what's going on fellas peace to the room hope everybody's doing well man I said uh shout out to your mom happy birthday to her i can definitely relate to everything you said and the feeling that you got as my happy, mom. happy birthday mommy i forgot to tell you happy birthday mommy said yeah I was appreciate you man i'm gonna tell her i'm gonna tell her she getting all this love yeah she gonna laugh <laughs> No, but I was saying, like, my mom is around the same age, so I definitely can relate to that feeling of it being a blessing to still have your mom's around, especially, you know, relating to her mother. So, yeah, shout out to her, and uh, sorry for your loss as well. Uh, Breeze, man, 
Breeze, man, you you started out the show killing it, man. It was definitely hot fire with everything you were saying because it puts everything in perspective for me. I've, I've kind of got to the point to where I'm watching this team and I'm just accepting it as is. I'm a guy who hates Leon Rose and, the, uh, and uh, Tom Thibodeau, but, you know, given how this team is playing and how everything that they're invested in is going to get wins and they're going to be around here, I'm, I'm a Knicks fan. I'm accepting that this is what I'm going to watch, the ups and the downs, and it is what it is. So, you know, I'm going to let this team do what it do, just kind of like what you said, and we're just going to react after everything happens because that's all. That's the only choice we got. But uh, with that being said, I will say uh, I, I was watching the game. Like I said, I hate everything that's going on, but I got to shout out Julius fucking Randall, man. You know, everybody was joking around early in, uh, before the season saying, hey, he just wanted to be a hot boy in New York. He think he's him. He gets on national TV and, like, you know, he tries to go out these stars that, like, you know, he's playing. Well, last night he went at uh, Jason Tatum. Them boys went toe-to-toe, you know what I'm saying? It's like he looked like a real number one. And to see that in a Knicks player, like, you know, as a fan of the game, as a fan of somebody – I'm a guy who really likes basketball and I don't feel like we've had this type of, like, play, you know, in a long time. Even in the COVID year, I don't I don't think I've ever seen Julius go toe to toe like that, or, I, or at least I don't remember it. But last night was special. That dude, he he went crazy, and they got a win in TD Garden, man. So that was real special to see as a Knicks fan. But hey, again, shout out to you, Breeze, for like kind of killing it and opening up. I ca- I can relate to that, man. I'm gonna let everything happen, and we're gonna react afterwards because it is what it is. We ain't got no control of none of the shit that go on here, Josh B. I just, I'm just very self aware of that fact. <laughs> so I don't, I don't allow the shit to just get too crazy, because I think a lot of the times we hold, we hold the Knicks like they government officials, bro. Like they, we watching grown ass men in tank tops and shorts shoot a basketball, bro. Like that freaking Ari, right? That Ari shit running his mouth for a time. I'm gonna, let, I'm gonna tell him something about that shit. Nah, but uh, appreciate you, Josh B. Uh, Brownsville, close us out. I know you, I don't want to put a shot clock on you because you you deserve the time to cook. But say I got to get out of here by one fifteen. So if you can by one twelve, my dog. If you can get out of there by one twelve, love. Yo, man. Peace and love to all y'all, man. Shout out to KCDA, man. Number one show for the Knicks, man. Said Breeze. Yo, am I rocking, man? Can y'all hear me? You valid like a Caesar salad, family. Yo, man, peace and love to everybody in the room, man. And said once again, happy birthday, you know, to your old earth. And also, man, my condolences, man, on to you and your family on your loss, man. And I appreciate you sharing that with us. You know what I'm saying? Because what it does is it, it gives us a reminder, put us in a proper perspective that, you know, life is short, man, and that. We need to be out here every day showing love and spreading love to all our family and loved ones wherever they at, man. So everybody that's under my subject, some, my subjection to my voice, man, I, I, my, my hope and prayer is that you're in perfect peace, perfect spirit, and you go out and call someone you ain't called in two weeks, man, and show some love, man. Uh, that's what it's about because we don't know when our last day going to be here on earth, man. But listen, man, as far as these Knicks, man, I'm excited, man. It's a lot of positive positivity on my side, man. Uh, you know, it's 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 all good. We got a lot that we need to fix as far as the front office, as far as the management, as far as the coaching, and we get all that. There's a lot of ways that we can improve the team, man. But 
what it comes down to for me is that the players are the ones that's rocking that jersey, man. They're the ones wearing New York spread across their chest. And when I see them go out in, in a game against Boston, a division rival, a championship contender, uh, a bitter rival, you know what I'm saying? New York, we hate Boston, man, and they hate us. You know what I'm saying? On the road and not lay down, man, and just fight to the end and come up on top, man. I mean, I got to support that. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to all my guys, man, Julius Randle. Like, hey, it's a big deal. He's number 10 as far as in the MVP NBA ladder, man, number 10. So that's a big deal, man, for him to be up there. And the national media, they recognizing, you know, we got some talent here, man. Jalen Brunson is on everybody's all-star ballot pretty much and Randall. So it's a lot to be positive about. It's a lot to be excited about, man. And I, I just want to give a shout-out to, to two players, man. Jericho Sims, those that presence in the paint, those 14 rebounds in the block, the physicality that he brought like that. You know, that's a way where we can see how we can improve this team going forward, man. Because when you got a player like that who's a third string, now that Mitch is out, he can show you, like, hey, I got the potential to be the second string, and that could help us, help propel us in the playoffs. So I love seeing what Jericho Sims brought, brought to this game, man. That was that was exciting. Also, Emmanuel Quickly, man, look, I mean, we can't give him enough flowers, man, for what he's doing. This kid is special, man. And he's coming off the bench, and he's giving you everything you need. You know what I'm saying? Where Brunson falls short, he he can come and he can spread that ball around. He can come and get everybody involved. He can come change the tempo of the game, get Obi involved, and ignite help ignite that second unit. That's special, man. Those two guys are are special to our development. They're intricate parts to to our future, man. And, and that's why I got an optimistic. Um, look on our roster and our players, what we got going on, man. And I just want to close with this, right? So when I looked at the game last night, right, and the way the way they was, was performing and the way they didn't quit, I'm like, man, imagine, you know, your, your loved one, right, your, your spouse, your wife or whatever, she just get out the shower, she put that smell good stuff on, she put her best lingerie on, you know what I'm saying? She got the red lipstick on. And then she come out in front of you, right? And and you look at her. And if that don't turn you on, if you ain't turned on from that, then maybe you need to, you know, take a look at, at your relationship, man, with her. And like, man, you know, because that's supposed to turn you on. Last night, as a Knicks fan, what we seen them do, that's supposed to turn us on, man. And if it's not turning us on, Maybe we need to reevaluate our relationship, man, because uh, something's wrong there, man. The picture ain't, 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 the math ain't mathing out there. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to R.J. Barrett. He closed it, man. The the clutch three, clutch free throws. That's a lot of, lot of negativity around his name, man. But we need to put some respect on his clutch and closing ability. So shout out to my boy, R.J. Barrett, man. Peace and love to everybody. Brownsville, we out of here, man. I saw I saw Randall and I saw Brunson being Viagra is one of the greatest takes I've ever heard in my life. Yo, all I know is I just like had walked away and came back and it was like, yo, when he went, 
I yo, I love you, Brownsville. Like I, I, I haven't met you in real life yet, but I look forward to it, my brother. You are a gem, yo. You are a motherfucking gem. Um, hey, uh, I, I do want to say, oh yeah, next week, uh, uh, Papa left. You know, y'all got to get us on the lounge next week, man. I don't know what, what, what we got going on. You want the Lakers Tuesday night, seven thirty? Let me let me think about that. Let me. That sounds interesting. Let's let's talk offline. Okay. Um, okay. Somebody just texted me with a six four six number. I don't know who that is. Uh, but what's up? Thank you. Whatever. Uh, yo, Breeze, man, listen, let's, let's get the final thoughts. Yeah. Um, you know, I'm excited to see, uh, you know, where the team goes from here. Um, the, the opponents only get better. Um, so interested to see that. Um, the, you know, I think we kind of got to like, there's, there's real shit that actually goes all to the world kind of, and not to, to take it on a serious note, but, um, you know, if you're seeing the, the, the Tyree Nichols story that's coming out with, you know, with the killing and um, the cops doing what they do again, um, it, it's kind of just put in perspective that, you know, the Knicks is, is kind of just a choice, but, like, it, it got to be somewhat detached from reality. Because, like, like, again, it's just, it's just a basketball game. Um, the, the, the Knicks are, are some people's outlet for, you know, anything other than real life. So when we get in here and, you know, we make the conversation serious and everything that goes on, I just, I just think sometimes, you know, it could be a little bit much. Um, and, you know, I'm, I, I think I take part in that too. But we, we could be a lot better and, you know, keeping one part of our lives, one part of our lives and, and kind of disconnecting the, 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 our identity from reality on apps um, in general. Uh, said, you know, I uh, hope I get to see you. You my dog. You know how that the um, you know I rock with you since I've been on the app. You've been nothing but solid to me. Um, you and Julito been nothing but solid to me. Um, so it's always love on that front. I just, uh, you know, I appreciate real shit and you know people's lives outside of of Nick fandom, bro. Like me and Moselle, you know, Nick's came up, but it's just it, it was just a topic of conversation. You know, we get to actually meet people and interact. So hopefully we can remember that, you know, regardless of the personalities and the personas and, and shit we feel like we have to do for like subscriptions and followers and all that. Hopefully we get more to the people side and, you know, we can actually interact and everybody just have more of a, a, a realistic base on life <laughs> and not life with the Knicks. Um, but, yeah, shout out to everybody. Love everybody. Hope everything's going well. Said you already know the vibes. Always love, my dog. Appreciate you, my brother. Appreciate you, man. Listen, um, hey, fucking hilarious. So, like, uh, we got a KCDA chat, and it's pinned to my phone. Um, and I just realized I never saved Breeze number, so that was Breeze who texted. Oh, that's crazy. <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna let you. I'm gonna let you rock, but that's crazy. Nah, nah, nah. <laughs> yo, I just, I, yo, so yo, somebody hit me. I thought you knew because you said something to KCDA chat. I was like. I looked and I was like, wait a minute, this is fucking breeze. Like, yo, my bad, bro. My bad. Yo, blame blame my mind, not my heart. But um, listen, man, in closing, yo, I got three minutes. I, I guess Penthouse ain't here. I, t- I sent Penthouse a text at like uh five o'clock this morning. And um and he ain't respond. I don't know. I hope he's all right now. Think about it. Like, I mean, it's kind of five a.m. to one eighteen. Like, we you, you're that busy? I don't I don't know. But um, I just wanted—I I did want to share y'all something with y'all to, to what Breeze is saying about community. Um, I know I've, that's been everything I've been talking about today, but this is something that I, I just 
it, it, I wouldn't know Penthouse if not for KCDA. And so a friend of mine, a good friend of mine, um, uh, she sent me a Quran on around Christmas, right? And so I had reached out to her and I had said, you know, you know, I had heard some things like you needed to have it in a white towel or what have you. Like for for those who don't know, I'm Christian. I grew up apostolic. Um, you know, one of the five holiness churches. Like women can't wear pants. Like you know what I'm saying, like so. Um, I then was you know baptized at Abyssinian Baptist Church in Harlem. But so, um, but I've always had a, a deep love and respect for Islam, and and you know what I mean. And so when my friend sent me this Quran, I was like, oh, like, thank you. Like, I wanted to make sure that I was respecting the book. I, I, I respect all religions. I respect everybody. I think we all pray to the same God. We call them different names. You know, Allah just means God in, in Arabic. So they, she sent it to me. So what she said, to she said, um, said, um, when you when you when you read it, when, make sure when you open it, that you're spiritually clean. And so she was teaching me about Udu. And I was like, I got intimidated because I was like, Dad, like, wait, hold on, like. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'd I be praying in the bed, like, just, like, laying down. Like, you know what I'm saying? I was like, wait, oh, man, this sound, this, you know, so I was intimidated. So that, this happened around Christmas, and I didn't open the book until today. I opened the book today because um, today's my mother's birthday. And so I, I, I knew that I said I would, I was like, I'm going I'm to wait till my mother's birthday because my mother is who introduced me to Malcolm X. My mother is who introduced me to Louis Farrakhan. My mother is who introduced me to the Honorable Elijah Muhammad. Now, I'm not, you know, saying that I was a follower of the Nation of Islam. Like, I, I'm not saying I'm about to convert to Islam. That's not what I'm saying. But I'm saying that uh, that, that those men and their teachings, especially how it relates to black people, uh, is very powerful and has been influential in my life. And so I was like, uh, you know, t t take away this intimidation. And I, I, I honored my mother in this way. So I woke up this morning about 4.15 and, you know, I um I did wudu and, and uh and and it really wasn't as hard. I was kind of like a baby. I was making it so crazy. And it really it really wasn't. And so uh, you know, I was I was I was reading the Quran and 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 learning about uh, the Prophet Muhammad. You know, peace be upon him. And um and it was dope, man. And and none of this would have happened like none of this would have happened like without some of the conversations that I've had with you know our, you know our brother um, you know Penthouse and, and and there's other brothers that are, that are on the timeline. That um that that are that are Muslim, and you know have have reached out to me and we've talked to what have you. So I'm just sharing that with y'all, just about like we we got to be more inclusive and and, and 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 love on one another. We all live in uh this 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 universal existence, and you know we can't let there be all these different divisions. But yo, shout out to the Knicks. You know what I'm saying I need this Nets dub. I need it, and um we'll be back Sunday. I got a crazy day on Sunday, but we'll be back on Sunday. Um. And we're going to make it happen, man. I know Julito won't be here, so it'll just be me and Breeze again. Unless Breeze got something to do, and then we just won't be back. But if we beat the Nets, there's no – I'll come in here alone. You dig? So, uh, yo, Breeze, do do the Julito uh, the way to end it. I love your, I love your impressions. <laughs> Not going to lie. I don't know what's going on. You're in the, you're in the Matrix. This is uh, – all right, well, stop wilding on the timeline or stay wilding on the timeline. Stay sucker free. Stay out the way. I don't even remember everything he says. But peace and love, y'all. We love you. KCDA, let's go. One. K -K -C -C -D. Hey, hey.